We've been uh, talking with the adults uh, over the last few weeks in our Sunday services about the last words of Jesus. And in that video and in our readings that we've listened to this morning, we've heard some more of the last words of Jesus from the cross. And in that video, which I love, by the way, uh, we heard those words, it is finished, the words that Jesus uttered on the cross. But what was finished? What was finished? Well, his mission, yes, but more than that, when that account of Jesus's life was written, it was written in Greek, and the Greek word for finished means paid in full. It is paid in full. That's what Jesus was saying on the cross when he uttered those words. But I wonder if we really understand what it is paid in full really means. I'm going to ask Grace to come and join me because we've got an illustration we want to show to you of what it means for Jesus to have really paid in full and what that actually means. Now, if you're one of our younger people around today, you need to be able to see this. So you might want to come a little bit closer, or I think we might even be able to watch it on the screen, but come close so you can see what Grace is about to do as she explains this to us. Okay, so we've got a penny here. I'll hold it up. I don't know at home whether you can see that. I'm wondering if someone can tell me what's on the front of a penny. What's on the front of a penny? It is. It's their face, isn't it? So we're going to use this penny to remind us um, of ourselves. So I'm going to pop this on our plate here. You might be able to see it behind me, but it's on the plate there, just like that. And we've been hearing from some people, haven't we, in these videos about times where we mess up or we do things wrong. And lots of the people in these videos are kind of explaining how that felt heavy on them and they were covered by all of the things that they'd done wrong. So I'm going to tip some of this on here just to remind us of um, those things. Now, one of the phrases that is used, one of the names for Jesus is light of the world. And that's a phrase that we often think about at Christmas time, isn't it? As Jesus comes to be um, with us, we think of him as the light of the world. Now, this is the part where I'm not very good at lighting a match. And I wonder what you think of when um, you hear the words that Jesus is the light of the world. And he came to bring light into our world and all of the things that we are involved in and all of the things that we do. And he didn't just sit over here somewhere shining his light, but he came and sat with us in all of the mistakes we make, in all of the things that we do. He came to be with us in all of this mess. Now, Chris is talking about this morning, what, what did Jesus believe he was doing when he came um, and died for our, us on the cross? And we're going to have a little look. And I hope you can see this at home. So Jesus came and people put him to death and they wanted to put his light out. But when they did, something amazing happened. Can you see what's about to happen? Jesus took all of that mess, all of that sin and shame that we have in our lives, and it put his light out, but it took that away from us. Brilliant. Thank you. I think that deserves a round of applause, don't you? It's pretty cool. 
So that's what Jesus believed he was doing when he was on the cross. He was taking all that stuff that uh, sat really with us, and he was taking it upon himself. But, you know, there were all these people around that day when Jesus was dying on a cross. There were people there, and they all believed different things about Jesus. Some believed, some had Jesus put in a box. And the box that they put Jesus in was the well-intentioned man box. So they believed Jesus was just a well-intentioned man. He'd done some good things, but he wasn't really anybody special. And he may even have been a bit delusional. And sadly, that meant he'd gone to the cross. That's what some of the people there that day believed about Jesus. Now, some other people, well, they believed something a little bit different. They believed that he was completely delusional, that he wasn't just well-intentioned. It was more than that. He was completely delusional, and therefore, he needed to be got rid of. So they'd put Jesus in the delusional man box. And then there were some other people there. There were some people who even believed more than that. Not that he was a well-intentioned man or even a delusional man. Those people believed something very different. They had Jesus put in the dangerous man box. They thought that Jesus was dangerous, that he was a revolutionary, that he was galvanizing a crowd to overthrow the government. They had him down as a dangerous man. Some of them were even religious people, and, and they had Jesus down as a danger to their religious ways and rituals and practices. And so they conspired to put Jesus to death on a cross. So there were people there that day and in the days that led up to Jesus' death, and they had put Jesus into these different boxes but none of those boxes were the box that Jesus put himself in. Jesus said, no, 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 I'm the son of God. That's why Jesus was able to take on all of that sin and that shame when he went to the cross and died there. Jesus firmly believed he was the son of God. That was the box he wanted for himself to be put in. Now, I want to ask this question today. There were all those people around on that first Good Friday, all believing different things. And actually, do you know what? Very, very few of them, if any, had Jesus put in the Son of God box. Even his closest friends thought that Good Friday was the end of everything. That Jesus can't have been who he taught them that he was, because here he was dying that that wasn't the way the Son of God was supposed to do things. That wasn't the way the Son of God was supposed to save everybody. So there are all these people believing all these different things, and none of them had Jesus in the Son of God box. I want to ask this question today. Which box are we putting Jesus in? I want to ask you that if you're online with us today. Which box are you putting Jesus in? Because do you know what? The most important thing we could ever do is to decide who we say Jesus is. The most important thing we could ever do is decide who we say Jesus is. 
Because if you say Jesus is in one of these uh, well-intentioned man, dangerous man, delusional man boxes, well, that's okay because you can ignore him then. You can say, well, Jesus was just a well-intentioned or delusional or maybe even a little bit of a dangerous man, but he was a man nonetheless. He died on a cross 2,000 years ago, but other people did that too, right? And that's not going to change everything or anything, in fact. But if we decide that Jesus really was the Son of God, if that's the box that we're going to put Jesus in, the box that he himself put himself in, then that changes everything. See, the problem with these first three boxes is that's not who Jesus thought he was. And and I'm pretty sure nobody goes to a cross and dies an agonizing and painful death if they're just a well-intentioned man. I don't think many people go to a cross if they're a delusional man or even a dangerous man. You know, Jesus had so many opportunities through those events building up to his crucifixion to get out of it. All he had to do through those different trials and questionings that he went through was say, no, no, that I'm not. I'm not the Son of God. I'm not the Messiah. I'm not the saving one. He had so many opportunities to get out of going to the cross and he didn't take a single one of them because he knew who he was and he knew what he was there to do. And the other big problem, I think, if you try to put Jesus in one of these other boxes is what are you going to do with Easter Sunday? What are you going to do with a resurrected Jesus Because a delusional man or a dangerous man or even a well-intentioned man, they don't rise from the dead. Son of God rises from the dead. And we'll explore that a lot more on Easter Sunday, by the way, two days' time. Why we can believe the evidence that Jesus really did rise from the dead. But you know, there was nobody. And nobody expected nobody on Easter Sunday. There were changed lives and transformed people. There were witnesses. And there was the resetting of history when Jesus rose from the dead. And Jesus' followers changed their mind. From those who had run away, who'd been scared because suddenly they thought, well, all these things Jesus said, that can't be true. We've got him in the wrong box. They ran away. But then, three days later... They were completely and totally transformed. And they realized this is the box, the Son of God box that Jesus put himself in and that they were going to be in too. That's what they were going to believe about Jesus. It changed their lives and it changed their eternities and it changed our world. So this Easter time, What are we going to say about Jesus? Who are we going to say Jesus is? Because the most important thing we could ever do is to decide who we say Jesus is. And you know, the reason why so many people don't even stop to ask themselves, who was Jesus really, I think, is because it changes everything when we decide who Jesus really was and is. To put Jesus in this box means life change for us. And not everybody wants to do that. It's too challenging. 
But to put Jesus in the Son of God box changes our lives, changes our world, gives us hope and assurance of a Savior who takes our stuff and sets us free from it. That's why Good Friday's Good Friday, as Sean said earlier, that's why we call it Good Friday. So I want to issue this challenge. What about you? Who do you say Jesus is? And if you put Jesus down as the Son of God, well, that's something to celebrate this Easter season. Let's pray together, shall we? Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for the gift of your Son, the gift of a Savior, gift of the one whose life was snuffed out so that he could take the stuff that would separate us from you. He would take our stuff, our rubbish, our selfishness, our greed, our sin, and he would take it upon himself, that it could be nailed there to the cross with him. So that as his life was extinguished, so was our stuff, our rubbish. Thank you that it sets us free to have a saviour who would give his life. And thank you that Good Friday is not the end. Thank you that Easter Sunday is coming. And thank you that in the resurrection, we have evidence, proof of Jesus as the Son of God. And that all he said and all he promised is true. Amen. Amen.